Well, hello, welcome back. Thank you for joining me again. I hope you've been well and taking good care of yourself. Me, I've been taking great care of myself, actually. I joined the gym about two months ago and I'm absolutely loving it. I used to go to the gym when I was younger, before the family thing happened, and I loved it back then. And so now that the children are a bit more grown up and I've got a little bit more time on my hands, well, actually, no, and I'll come back to that. I had to find the time because I had to make this a priority because I've just decided I've got to take care of myself. We just get so stuck in life, don't we? We get to run around and do things for other people, work, 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 and no fun. Anyway, I've decided enough is enough and I'm going to take better care of myself. So two months ago, I joined the gym. I've been trying new things. For example, a long time ago, I tried yoga, which I didn't enjoy. But this time, I've tried yin yoga, and I'm loving it. It is so, so good. So I do that every Monday night. On Tuesdays, I alternate. I do between a dance class, or I'll go in and do weights. I love free weights, or even those machines where you pull the weights. Love that. Love, love, love. They do say that weight training is really good, especially as you're starting to get a little bit older because it helps to strengthen the bones. Overall, it's good for your health. So that's Tuesdays. Wednesdays, I've been doing Zumba, which I'm loving. Well, actually, there are some days I'm not loving it (laughs) and I have to force myself to do it. But I'm getting into the groove of it now. It's just, with me, it's the music. Sometimes I don't enjoy the particular music that they put on, particularly songs. But anyway, I'm getting into it and I'm really enjoying it. And now I'm learning the routines and the steps. It's getting a little bit easier. So that's Wednesdays. Thursdays, again, I alternate between a dance class. And the dance class that I do is actually belly dancing, which I've been doing for about 15 years now. So I'll alternate that between a dance class or weight training or something new I've tried recently, which is so hard. It is super hard. And that is Pilates combined with yoga. So for half an hour, we do Pilates, which is all mostly floor work. And then we do yoga. And this trainer is pretty tough on us. I was so sore after my first session and I almost didn't make it back to my second, but I made myself to do it and I'm glad I did. So I'm still learning and I'm still getting there. So that's Thursdays. And then Fridays will be our Zumba class. And then a new thing that I've tried right after Zumba, they have a pump class. So it's in a class session where you have weights and you do your weights to music. So I asked them before I joined that class, I said, what do you think? Do you think I'll be able to do it? Because I was so unfit when I started. And they said, well, uh, it is pretty intense. It's high intensity training. Anyway, uh, one tip, one of the ladies in class, she said, Yana, when I first started, I started with just the bar and no weights on it and then just go from there. And I think that's the best advice she gave me. I just paced myself. I started light and I really enjoyed the class. So the Friday nights for me now is first Zumba and then pump class and, and I feel so good afterwards. Saturday, sometimes I have a day off. And sometimes I'll go back in the gym and do weights again. And then Sunday, one of my favorite day, it's a fabulous way to finish off the week. 
I go and do uh, swimming. So they've got a pool there. So I go swim. I uh, uh, swim for about half an hour. Then my reward at the end of that is going into a spa, and which I love. So I go in and meditate in the spa for about 20 minutes afterwards. So that's it. So routine is what's keeping me going. So I've joined two months ago and I've been pretty consistent with it, except on the days when I'm traveling. So when I'm traveling, I try and find somewhere, a pool where I can go for a swim or I just do yoga in my hotel room. So anyway, I've been pretty consistent with it and I'm feeling so much better. Toned up a little bit, lost a bit of weight, but ultimately I feel better. I'm managing stress better. So I highly recommend that you find something that you enjoy to look after yourself. So here's my tips. Create a routine. So the first thing I did, I got a timetable from the fitness center and I had a look every day which classes would be appropriate for me at the times that are available to me. So I created a timetable for every day I was going to do something different. I've actually made exercise the priority as the first things that I need to do or the most important thing I need to do today and then working the rest of my life around it. So I work my family, my dinners, my work around it. And I think that's made the biggest difference. It's just that mental shift where you put it as a priority and come high and low, you are going to do it and you've got to work everything else around it. I think that's what made the biggest difference to me staying consistent with it and keeping going two months down the track and hopefully into the future. So today I will talk about cleansing your skin properly because this is the foundation to the rest of your skincare routine. So it is important to get it right. So it's important to determine which cleansing products are best for your skin and how to cleanse your skin properly. I will talk about this today and I will talk about products to avoid to prevent damaging your skin, to drying out your skin or sensitizing your skin, which ultimately can lead to premature aging and even acne. So if you'd like to find out more, stay tuned. Welcome to the Skincare Teacher Beauty Tips Show, brought to you by thebeautybusiness.com.au. In this show, you will discover skincare and beauty tips that absolutely work. I'm Yana Elston, a qualified beauty therapist, skincare educator and blogger, and in this show, I will share my expert insights into the best beauty treatments that will absolutely transform your skin. So tune in each week to learn how to look after your skin and improve various skin conditions, including acne, aging, or pigmentation. Do you double cleanse your skin at night? So what is double cleansing? Literally, it means you cleanse your skin twice. Do you need separate products? Not necessarily. You can use a one cleanser, but you cleanse twice. Why is this important? If you're wearing makeup, you're living in high polluted areas, you want to double cleanse your skin. Why? First cleanse removes the surface layer of the impurities and dirt and then the buildup from the day. And the second cleanse cleans your skin. So double cleansing is really important. Also, if you're wearing mineral makeup that is designed to stick to your skin and stay put all day, you want to double cleanse. First to dissolve the makeup and then to leave your skin perfectly clean afterwards. So no, I don't use two separate products. Some people prefer to. There are some beauty ranges out there that have two separate products they need to use 
one to dissolve the makeup and the other one to clean the skin. Why? Well, maybe the cleansers, they're not quite enough to take the makeup off. I actually use cleansers that beautifully dissolve the makeup and clean the skin at the same time. However, I do do stage makeup and photography makeup, which is much heavier than what you would wear every day. In these instances, I do use a makeup remover first. So it's usually a makeup that has built-in oils in it to dissolve the makeup. And then I would follow on with a normal cleanser to clean the skin. So I would use this in this instance when I know that there is a lot of buildup of makeup there and I need to dissolve that first. But for everyday use, you can use your cleanser, just double cleanse your skin. Why is it important properly clean your skin? The reason is that you are not only preparing your skin for further treatment, but you're also helping to maintain good skin and prevent further problems happening down the track as well. So correct cleansing techniques include the frequency when you cleanse your skin, being regular and consistent with it, and using the correct products as well. When you cleanse your skin, you prepare your skin. Ideal cleanser should condition your skin so your skin is well moisturized after cleansing. If after cleansing your skin ever feels tight, it feels dry or tight, it feels like you need to put moisturizer on, that cleanser is not working for you well. It's drying your skin out. So you need to reassess the cleanser you're using. If your skin is feeling nice and comfortable, then that's the ideal situation. Most professional cleansers today also have added benefits to them. So if you're looking at a professional brand, they will have a multiple of cleansers to select from according to your not only your skin type, but also your skin conditions. So they can give you a cleanser whether you've got a dry, oily skin combination or normal, and then they may have added benefits to the cleansers that either reduce inflammation or uh, manage infection, or help to brighten uh, dull aging skin. So professional cleansers you will find, professional brands will have a multiple of different cleansers you can choose from. More of your drugstore brands, pharmacy brands, they'll probably only have one or two or according to skin types. So something for oily skin, something for dry skin. So I would probably invest in a really good cleanser because that prepares your skin. It's the foundation for everything else you do afterwards. If your skin is not prepared properly, you're essentially wasting your serums and moisturizers. They're not going to do the job that they're meant to. Okay, so now it's unbelievable how many clients I consult with do not cleanse their skin properly. It's rare, but there are still people who use soap on the face. Soap is very alkaline. Your skin has a pH of approximately 5.5, so it's on the slightly acidic side. And the soap, when it's alkaline, it will irritate the skin. It'll dry the skin, draw that moisture out of the skin. Another thing I heard a beauty therapist explain to her client one day was, and I thought, wow, that's brilliant. I didn't think of that. She said, why are you using soap? I mean, look at what's happening in the shower when you use soap on your body. Look at the tiles. They have this gunk, the buildup. That's the buildup from the soap. That buildup could possibly be happening on your skin as well. 
your skin on the face is different to the skin on the body. And you, you can see that. I mean, the skin on the body is uh, thicker, it's tougher, it's designed differently. Uh, and also, the body, most of the time, is covered, whereas the face, 100% of the time, is exposed to the elements all the time. And, and it is more fragile. So it needs a different cleansing routine to what you use on the body. And how I explain it to the clients, I said, look, you use toothpaste to brush your teeth, you use shampoo and conditioner for your hair, you use soap, ideally shower gel for the body because they've got a lower pH, so the more pH balance than soaps. So ideally a shower gel for the body and then you need a cleanser for the face. It's just a different area of your body. It requires a different cleansing routine and preparation. So if you're still using soap, uh, look at what's happening with your skin. And if you're young, you may get away with it, but it'll catch up with you down the track, I guarantee it. I've always used creamy, milky cleansers and my skin's thanking me for it down the track. Some people wake up in the morning and just splash water, you know, just to give themselves a rinse. Now, the reason you want to cleanse your skin in the morning with a cleansing product is because overnight as you slept, your skin has been detoxing. Your skin has been eliminating toxins and wastes, sweat, lipids, etc. Part of what makes up sweat is urea. Urea is also found in your urine. So it's a, it's a waste material that's excreted by the body. So I explained this to my clients and said, you know, how do you feel about walking around with your urea on your face all day? It's important to properly cleanse the skin, remove all those toxins that have accumulated overnight, remove the buildup and create that perfect foundation for your serums and creams and then makeup as well. Your makeup will sit so much better if you properly cleansed and moisturized your skin. So you'll get a longer wear out of your makeup if you do the proper cleansing, okay? So that's the importance of cleansing in the morning. Now, in the morning, if you're not wearing makeup, you could uh, possibly use a really easy rinse-off product. But be sure that it doesn't leave your skin feeling tight and dry. I really prefer using an enzyme kind of cleanser in the morning because it helps also to detox that skin. It helps to remove the buildup of the biological waste that's built up on the skin. Um, the enzyme cleansers work like little Pac-Man. They digest things up. That's a really good option for the morning. At night, of course, you need to cleanse your skin because you need to remove the makeup. You need to remove the buildup of the day, the pollution, the dust that's accumulated on your skin when you are sweating. It acts like a magnet to attract all the dust and pollution. And of course, you've got to remove your makeup. There is an article on my blog where a woman, she's not taken her makeup off for 30 days. So she just didn't wash her face at night for 30 days. And they showed her before and after what's happened to her skin. And you could see her skin over the period. Her skin was fine. After she had breakout, she had redness, inflammation on the skin. Her skin was irritated. Her skin looked older as well. So cleansing your skin at night, you've got to do it. Most makeup, especially the longer lasting makeup, mineral makeup, etc., they need a little bit of fatty substance in the cleanser, a little bit of oil. So it's got to be an oil and water emulsion to able to dissolve that makeup and remove it of the skin. The oil that's built up on your skin too needs oil to remove it. So a milky cleanser is ideal at the end of the day because it helps to dissolve the, the buildup, the makeup, and, and cleanse your skin. There are some other systems where they use a pre-cleanse. Essentially, the pre-cleanse is like an oily substance to dissolve the makeup, and then they use a, another cleanser over the top. 
If you have a professional cleanser that's designed to do both in the one hit, then you only need the one product. You don't need two different products. Proper cleansing involves not just rinsing, especially if you're wearing a lot of makeup, you need to actually physically remove it. So using a face washer or you can little fibrillas that physically remove that makeup. Yes, do cleanse your skin twice at the end of the day. One to remove makeup, one to cleanse the skin. That's a great idea. And then after cleansing, what comes next is equally important. And that's using a lotion or a toner. The professional brands designed lotions or toners today are far more sophisticated than what you will find in a drugstore. A lot of the drugstore products still have alcohol in them. So be very careful. Read the back of the label. And if you're unsure, go for, if you're on a budget or a tight budget and you need a drugstore product, choose one that's designed for sensitive skin because it's less likely to have any AHAs, any alcohols in it that could potentially irritate your skin. If you can afford it, buy the best you can afford because the professional brands generally act like skin tonics. They have added ingredients in them to reduce inflammation, brighten skin, brighten pigmentation, to declog the pores, cackle infection. So there is ones that you can select that particularly work on your skin. Now with the lotions, you don't need to necessarily use them on a cotton pad and wipe over. You can just press them in and leave them on. Some come with a spray, you can spray them on, which is ideal. Now, why do you want to lotion your skin immediately after? The next step to prepare your skin to absorb the most amount of your serums and moisturizers is really important. And that's that rehydrate, that instant rehydrating of your skin. So this is where you use your lotion. Now, how I explain it to my clients is why it's so important to use a toner or a lotion is, imagine you had two sponges. You have a sponge that's bone dry and there, you know, it's hard and bone dry. And then you have a sponge that's been moistened. It's soft. The water's been squeezed out. And so you've got a, a moist sponge and you've got a dry sponge. And imagine that this is represents your skin. Now, let's put a moisturizer on top of the sponge. Let's put a moisturizer over the, the hard, dry sponge and then the moist one. Which one of them is going to absorb the product? In which sponge is the product going to seep in? It's the moist one because the water acts as a vehicle. So it softens the skin and allows the product to penetrate. So, and whereas on the hard one, it just sits on the top and it doesn't go anywhere. So this is why you need to lotion your skin and hydrate your skin before you moisturize, before you apply your serums. Let me talk about cleansers, the type of cleansers you can get. So you can get enzyme cleansers that are perfect to use in the morning. You can get cleansers now that have AHAs built in. AHAs are perfect for skin conditions such as sun damage, pigmentation, premature aging, fine lines and wrinkles, open pores, thickened skin, any skin that needs microexfoliation, that needs smoothing out, clogged pores, blackheads, problematic skin also benefit with a BHA. So that's a beta hydroxy acid. It's salicylic acid. So more your oily problematic skin, if you have a BHA in your cleanser, will greatly benefit. For your more drier skin types, lactic acid is brilliant. And for your, your more thick and sun damaged and glycolic is what you're looking for. So you can get cleansers like that. They rinse off products, so they just micro exfoliate your skin 
as you cleanse your skin and then it's a rinse off. So it's not sitting on the skin like a peel. So they're more gentle and they usually have a higher pH so they're designed to be used on a daily basis. So they're fine. So we would call these your active corrective cleansers and it's a, something you would be on for a period of time until you see the result and after that you move on to your milky cleanser which is going to be your more maintenance product and perhaps just introduce the AHA or BHA cleanser every now and then when your skin needs a little bit of micro exfoliation so maybe a maintenance like a once or twice a week. You can choose those, but be very careful not to overdo it. I've met beauty therapists who love AHAs and uh, they're using a cleanser with a 10 or 13% glycolic in it every single day. The skin has improved. They love the improvement, but they still continue using it. Then the skin starts falling apart. It's, it becomes sensitized. It starts exfoliating excessively, which means that it's flaking in places. And they wonder, why is my face flaking? So that's the tip. The tip is use it as long as you need it to get the result and then ease off and move on to a more maintenance product and just use that occasionally to give yourself a bit of a boost. Okay, so that's really, really, really important. Watch your skin, listen to your skin, what it's telling you. If it's not comfortable, if it's not looking right, then you need to make a change. Okay, now there are gel cleansers on the market as well and milky cleansers as a maintenance product. Professional brand gel cleansers are far gentler than your drugstore products. So anything that foams and leathers too much can't be good for your skin because they put more detergents in it. It'll just strip your skin. So again, you will feel that when you come out of the shower, your skin feels really tight. If it's squeaky clean, it's not good for the skin. The skin needs conditioning. It's a live organ and it needs moisture. It is not a, a bench top where you need to disinfect it and clean it until it's squeaky clean. So anything that foams and leathers too much is too drying for your face. Okay. We use uh, the, the detergents in the washing machines and, and washing dishes because we need to strip all the oils of it. It's not good for the skin. If you're going to use a, a gel cleanser, be sure to try it first, see if you can get a sample to make sure it doesn't dry your skin out and it doesn't leather too much, doesn't foam too much. So it should be just nice and comfortable to clean and rinse off so you can use that in the morning, but it shouldn't be leathering or foaming, okay? Milky cleansers then, like I said, they're the most appropriate. So I would generally choose more milky cleanser than a foamy cleanser, but you know, some people like that light feel of a cleanser in the morning. So just make sure you choose the right one and get a good quality one rather than a cheap one where there's a lot of detergents and chemicals in it. Choose the correct cleanser. You've got to cleanse morning and night. You need to lotion afterwards as well to prepare your skin to absorb the right lotion, serums and moisturizers as well. So your challenge from now on for the next 21 days and hopefully forever after is to cleanse your skin morning and night with a correct cleanser. So not just splashing water. Look, it takes five seconds. The people say they don't have the time. Look, it's five seconds. Keep the cleanser in the shower. Keep the cleanser next to your toothbrush. And, and actually, that's what I say to my clients. Look, you know, keep it next to your toothbrush because I know if you tell me you haven't cleansed your skin, then you haven't brushed your teeth either. <laughs> so keep in the shower. It's nice and easy. If you're using soap on the body, then use, you know, correct cleanser on your face and you're done. It doesn't take that much effort. All right. So that's your challenge. Off you go. Go and research your cleansers. Pop your questions below. I can help you perhaps determine if you've got more questions individually for yourself or your skin. 
Just pop your questions below and I'll answer them as best as I can. Now, uh, there was a question, sir, yesterday about which brands' products I recommend. I do work with a brand and, of course, I'll recommend that because, you know, I work with and I trust it wholeheartedly. However, I do appreciate that there's lots of other brands out there and people are passionate about other brands. So if you would like a product recommendation, just pop your question below. Tell me what's your preferred brand. I'll have a look at it and I'll give you my recommendation on that. Thank you for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast and tune in each week for the latest beauty news and trends. If you have any comments or questions, you can connect with me on my Facebook page, The Beauty Business. And for more beauty tips, read my blog, thebeautybusiness.com.au. Until next time, have a beautiful week.